And we're on this planet, and Einstein's physics showed it, Max Planck's physics showed it all. There's at least 12 dimensions. And now that's why all the top scientists and billionaires are coming out saying, it's a false hologram. It is artificial. The computers are scanning it and finding tension points where it's artificially projected and gravity's bleeding in to this universe. That's what they call dark matter. So we're like a thought or a dream that's a wisp in some computer program, some God's mind, whatever. They're proving it. It's all coming out. Now, there's like this sub-transmission zone below the third So have all of you seen Mission Impossible? I have, yeah. I have not. Yeah, I just got out of it. It was, I thought it was really good. Um, I thought it was really good, too. I gotta see it. Yeah, you gotta see it. It is really good. Yeah, it's like an action movie with action scenes in it, with actual human beings. Doing action. Yeah, I actually just rewatched Infinity War on TV. It looks a lot better on TV. Like I'm, yeah. like shockingly better on. Yeah, like, you were saying you were saying it works better as a season finale. Yes. What's What's interesting is is that uh, on the plane ride back, Margarita and I were watching movies. I watched this documentary called Three Identical Strangers, which was really really good. Uh, and then Margarita watched Infinity War, and uh, yeah, it looks great on an airplane screen. It <laughs> yeah. truly does. It, Maybe that's what they're designed for. I mean, that's how most the vast majority of people. We'll see these movies on home televisions or, right. or airplane screens. It's so not going back to maybe, theaters. Maybe, maybe that's what they're like testing it on, uh, uh, first and foremost. Yeah, like my coworkers, they just sit in the break room and watch like movies on their phone, like 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 tons of Marvel movies too. Like I guess they figure out that like you know we actually don't have to make all these floating heads look good because people are just going to be watching it on their fucking phones, right? Anyway, this only needs to look better than like uh, Clash of Kings. That's all it needs to look better than <laughs> Game of War. Yeah. Well, what's that game? What's the one that is uh, like Steven or, you know, uh, yeah, Schwarzenegger's Cla- in the ads? Clash of Kings. Yeah. Clash of Kings is one. Uh, and then or he like did, the tank um, game. World he of did Tanks. a few of those. Is yeah. He, he did like some sort of like mobile strike ad. I remember. For yeah. The mobile Super Bowl. Strike. Yeah. Mobile strike. Yeah. So as long as it can beat out those, it's, it's fine. But Mission Impossible yeah. is like. That motherfucker is actually just running like on rooftops throughout Paris. He's actually like free climbing on shit in the Himalayas or wherever. Like he's doing I think all it, this honestly, stuff. Honestly, it's like a really good advertisement for Scientology. Like I walk away from that movie being like, this works. <laughs> like this like, guy's this a, is god. a man at the top of his form. That is a god. He's that a is a god year old man among jumping us. off of planes yeah. and shit. Yeah. Here's a faith that works. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really dope. And like the choreography in the fight yeah. scenes, like this is one thing Tom Cruise has really been paying attention to lately. You see in the Jack Reacher um, films too, it's like they're actual fights that make sense. And like people have different ways of fighting. Like Henry Cavill, he's like this big bruiser who just used, you know, these haymakers while, you know, um, uh, Tom Cruise uses like knees and elbows, more in close, like a Muay Thai type fighter. And uh, I, I don't know the name of the actress, but uh, her character's name is Ilsa, and she does all like these luchador like moves, like Huracaranas and shit. And it's like this is stuff you don't see in like say Black Panther, really, except for very very small bits of it. And I think I talked about it on the Black Panther episodes, like having all these characters have fights. You can tell stories through these fight scenes and Mission Impossible does it and all, basically all the Tom Cruise recent action old man action movies have done a really good job of like capturing that like pro wrestling or boxing spirit where like the fight is a story in itself and it tells a really good story well and a lot of that is owed to Chris McQuarrie I mean you yeah. were talking in an earlier episode about the way of the gun yes this is a guy who knows how to make action movies mm-hmm. yeah I mean Rogue, 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 uh, uh, is great all right. Well, I guess then I have to. I have to see Fallout. Then I mean, I, I, I like Rogue Nation. I don't like that Tom Cruise has slaves. But uh, no, that's bad. Of course, <laughs> yeah, that is of course bad. But as the premise of this is the premise of this show, so we can enjoy we can problematic enjoy the, yeah. works of art. Just because Tom Cruise has slaves doesn't mean that you have to deny yourself 
Mission Impossible. It's true. That's no, absolutely um, not. We're no, well, we're no lifestylists. Yeah. The uh, well, um, did you see that he was like uh, they were talking about doing the next one in space? And I swear to God, Tom Cruise is going to demand <laughs> to actually go to space. Yes, to make this movie. <laughs> like, and why not? Why aren't they filming movies in space? It feels like there's enough budget to like go to space. Right. Oh, they can afford it is. at this point. Yeah. yeah. Go to space. Make a movie in space already. God damn it! All right. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie Lee the Third. I'm Jack Allison, and I'm Jonathan Daniel Brown. And today we are talking about um, whatever comes to mind. It's a topical episode, folks. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna shoot the shit. Uh, kind of a wild week filled with a bunch of everything and nothing. So let's just dive into that's all a perfect of it. description, JDB. Like everything <laughs> and nothing. Like there's a lot of stuff that people are talking about a lot and really mad sure. about that they will not remember in like two weeks. What's yeah, yeah. Just it, 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 this one. This, this one's just a fun week to to jump in and participate in the discourse and know that it's not too high pressure. There's a, there's not a lot of real stuff going on, but there's a lot of fun stuff for everyone to 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 get mad about. Right, get mad about, lose friends about, make you know, yeah. proclamation that you can't possibly maintain for more than yeah. a month. Yeah, it's it's a good one, folks. It's a good week. It's been a good week for um, uh, politics. Um, really great week if you hate Alex Jones, which I sure. think every person who listens to the show probably does i'm, I'm sure some people listen to it just because he's a, as we've said on the show before a great entertainer um yeah, he, he, yeah very very talented broadcaster i would say actually i mean he i mean it would be how- good if he was like if he was doing just more of like a prairie home companion kind of show he'd be a great broadcaster he brings a lot of like uh you know emotion to it and everything like that well the truth is and you've talked about this a few times before uh from your time at kimmel jack it is very hard to fill hours of content, especially when you're just one guy. Uh, the fact that he is capable of sort of hogging a screen and keeping people paying attention yeah. to him for hours at a time, yeah. well, that really is the domain of a cult leader, actually. That is the, the kind of sheer charisma that's what all required the radio, to do that's, that. That's what all the radio, every morning show, every radio show uh is about being in a cult whether it's howard stern or rush limbaugh or alex jones or any of that shit uh like you know i i look at alex jones and i'm like similarly with rush limbaugh i can recognize that this is a man who's really good at doing a radio show while also you know uh uh, strongly disagreeing with the things he says I mean, this, it really, it's not even really about disagreeing because he's just like a liar. He just like makes shit up. That there's nothing to be like, uh, sir, uh, you are not factually correct. Like everything he says is bullshit. Not a single word that comes out of his mouth is true ever. Uh, the man yeah. is, uh, I mean, he, it sort of reminds me, I mean, he is sort of the inevitable result of like this this Jerry Springerfication of politics. Like he is just like this ringmaster character who just you know screams shit and he says awful fucked up things and none of it should ever be condoned or taken seriously. But I do question that uh, why people take him seriously. Why and not just like the you know, his, his his army of psychopaths, but specifically why people in the center see him as such a threat. Uh, he's a fucking loser. And he's well, been around for 30 years doing the same garbage shit, but because of a, a bunch of uh, garbage algorithms done, done by tech companies that wanted to maximize profits at all costs, he became this uh, international phenomenon. He never should have been. This never should have happened. Yeah, correct. So, Begin on to that, why people consider him a threat, and fairly so. He was kicked off of YouTube, um, Facebook, what else was it? Um, you like, porn. A- a- Apple, uh, like Apple iTunes, like mm-hmm. kicked him off. Kicked all, yeah, like everybody, just all these tech company companies who, you know, apparently, you know, who like can't ban like Nazis, right? They can't figure that out. Did manage to figure out how to ban... Um, was Infowars from all their platforms simultaneously. Yeah, they even shut down a subreddit, which is one of the most difficult things to do, to turn off a subreddit. Like, you have to, you have to, like, actually 
like kill somebody to have your subreddit <laughs> shut down. <laughs> yeah, well, Alex Jones. To be fair, he's got he's gotten pretty close. He's gotten mm. pretty close because the reason a lot of people like a lot of people on the left are kind of celebrating this and saying this is a good thing is because specifically about the Sandy Hook thing, where right. he's saying like Sandy Hook was fake. The parents are actors, and of course, they've gotten like tons and tons of death threats from Alex Jones's you know deranged uh, fans, which he has of course encouraged for no reason other than like so he can sell like dick pills and yeah like like that's the only reason he he does it so people are saying well yeah like you really can't like do that even in almost anybody couldn't really get away with it and really the only reason he's gotten away with for so long is because he was so popular and powerful and brings in so many eyes and viewers and money etc etc so a lot of people on the left are saying uh, on the left people i respect are saying you know it's actually a good thing he got kicked off because he is a direct threat to these people he's threatening people he's putting people's lives in danger but on the other side of course is you know leftists who are also saying like hey like yeah alex jones is a complete piece of shit this is no defense of him but when you but we've seen from these tech companies before they're just as willing if not much more willing to use this type of power to erase like leftist voices or quote unquote fringe left far left voices than they are right. far far right voices. And so this when people cheer this on, it kind of sets a precedent where, all right, so what are you gonna say when they decide to kick like RT off all these platforms or um Al Jazeera or um uh what's a uh, Telesaur or sure. even or even or or even like some or even maybe like a podcast named after a somewhat uh possibly violent Maoist um term that people don't <laughs> like with hosts sure. that regularly call for the eating of rich people like what do you right. say then when these same tech companies go after you know those type of people people on the left people you agree with who also cuz i've actually seen like you know, uh, this is another thing people were really hot about that they won't remember, but the Sarah John thing, right? Mm. Those tweets that where she was talking about like how much white people suck, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. white genocide. I've seen people who don't have, who aren't verified tweet stuff like that and get banned for it and get their accounts sure, suspended right. for on Twitter. That's happening like right now. So those are leftists, you know, without the power and support of, say, the New York Times, who are already getting like, treated worse than Nazis for saying stuff that, you know, people on the left say all the time. And so you can't, so the worry is that like, you can't really celebrate these tech companies or trust these tech companies because they're not doing this for good reasons. They're doing this because Alex Jones became such a sore spot for them. Everyone got mad at them is why, right. is why they're doing it. Everyone got really, really mad and complained about it too much and they were like stop we don't want everyone being mad at us i mean that's my other thing with this whole thing honestly is that you know why what what made it now like why now why was it uh uh, yesterday that everyone decided that alex jones was finally not okay you know for that to be on their platform anymore like uh why is it that youtube or you know google and apple felt perfectly happy to, you know, receive money related to Alex Jones stuff up until yesterday. You know what I mean? Like he what it was like two years ago when he said, you know, the the thing about Sandy Hook kids being actors, you know. So for the last like two years that was like perfectly acceptable free speech, you know, not in violation of any terms of service. Um and then suddenly yesterday it became, you know, unacceptable. Uh, right. One I don't of the, know. They, one of the frustrating... They profited off of it uh, mm-hmm. plenty for many, many years now. The the binary argument about free speech on the internet is reaching a point where it's becoming silly and not about free speech anymore. It's about antitrust. Yeah. It's not... Uh, yes, uh, biz, private businesses have their own rules in terms of services and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. And liberals love to say that every time that the conservatives go, wah, 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 how fucking dare you ban this guy and from hypocrites you did this to roseanne and it's just (laughs) these people are full of shit like none of this has anything to do with free speech what it has to do with the fact is is that speech is being uh you, you know what is being decided what speech is appropriate for the social internet 
is in the hands of very, very few people. Very few people yeah. make that determination. And also, obviously, if they are profiting off of things that break their own rules, they will look the other way until public pressure becomes too much. It's a toxic right. brew. Like, I mean, I, the real problem, honestly, is that, you know, uh, uh, capitalism, you know, incentivizes incentivizes these platforms to promote shit like Alex Jones. Right. As long, even, as, long as it's bringing in eyes and serving advertisements, uh, uh, the more controversial, the better. The more people watching, you know... Uh, uh, it's totally they don't it doesn't matter at all whether it's for a good or bad reason as long as there is a mass of people watching it. Right. And, and in the end, the business model, whether it's Logan Paul or Alex Jones, is the same. It's yeah. fill a bunch of time, sell merchandise, uh, hawk shit and give off this into a lesser extent some of these like PewDiePie and like Sargon of Akkad type guys give off this uh, uh, constantly threaten your audience that you will be taken off the air by the powers that be. Yeah. And so in a weird way, I, I don't think Alex Jones is going to go away. In fact, I think he's going oh, to no, use no, this no. to make a lot of no, money. He's gonna be oh, huge. absolutely not. It's it. No. Um, if you this is a type in infowars.com, you can see the Alex Jones show from August 7th. Today is four hours and you can go and watch it just as easily as you go on YouTube. Um, now you might hear more talk about the uh, the supplements for the next couple of days while he figures out the income source. But uh, it's still out there. He's still no. out there. No, it's there's it's not doing anything to limit him because the fact is he already made so much money on these other platforms that he can have his own shit. Like he doesn't need, you know, all, he doesn't need YouTube anymore. He doesn't need Facebook anymore. Like he has his own audience. He has his own streams of revenue and income like Dude's going to be okay. Like, if you're worried yeah. about Alex Jones personally, like, he's going to be... And actually, and it, sa it says, like, when you go on there, like, when you click the subscribe button, now the subscribe button says, subscribe to the band show. The show yeah. that they don't want you to see anymore. Like, echo, 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 Yeah, echo, I mean, echo, echo. you know, uh, <laughs> uh, like, and why is it that Alex Jones even has as big an audience as he does is because all these platforms let him build his gigantic audience off of their reach and following and like you know he showed up in the algorithms and everything like that and they let him do it on their platforms because it was mutually beneficial for them like it's you know uh, uh they're as complicit in this as anyone alex jones isn't going anywhere and he owes his career to youtube which is a television network as much as they like to pretend that they're not a television network because everyone uploads it on their own. They still make the choices about, you know, what content they push forward um, and, you know, recommend and everything. Right. I mean, this, again, it is like, on one hand, this is a disgusting man, but on the other hand, like, his success did not come from him. It came from these companies that are now banning him. They brought him to the mainstream. He right. Did Same not. as he... Logan Paul. Again, mm -hmm. I, the Logan Paul and Alex Jones things... Are extremely similar. <laughs> they're basically yeah, they're the same it's just like, thing. Like uh, uh, Logan Paul is the situation for the eighteen to thirty five set, and the like thirty five and older set. It's the Alex Jones story. <laughs> it's uh, I, you know, the there is a part of me that does hope that you know this as you know, even though everyone's cheering this on and like, look, no one's going to miss the guy in the mainstream, hey. right? No one's going to be like, well, uh, I wonder where Alex Jones is in this 2020 political cycle, uh, because they'll know exactly where he's going to be. He'll be in the same exact spot, but maybe that's just how the internet should be. Maybe that decentralized web 1.0 thing where everyone yeah. just had their own websites yeah. and you didn't have to have these invasive fuckers in your face every day is a better way to live. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about like after this. Like maybe the problem is that everyone goes to three websites a day and yeah. that's it. Like maybe that's yeah. the problem because Alex Young wouldn't be as big as he was if it weren't for that. And like getting yeah. rid and you know maybe maybe, it, maybe we should have as many websites as uh, we have network television channels. Maybe yes. we should go to more websites <laughs> than people watched TV channels in the 1950s. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, but to be clear, nobody on this show likes Alex Jones, but I did make a yeah. post that some people were, uh, most people kind of got, it was like, I don't necessarily think Alex Jones' show is more dangerous than like CNN yeah. or MSNBC. Like, no, I, agree I think with that. if you put up the body count, those main or the New York Times, like those mainstream right. forces yeah. have 
killed a lot more people than Alex Jones ever could on his like best well, day. Well, I don't know about ever could. Oh, don't uh, count ever, him out in the future, but right. you know, uh, but uh, uh, in the future, possibly, possibly, like if he is installed as like Secretary of State. Well, no, for it, life when, when Infowars becomes the largest uh, media empire in the United States, uh, it could be responsible for. You know when when our when we're fighting the cyber wars, okay, of like okay. uh, twenty one hundred, and, and okay. that was that was the point. The, and we eradicate and, every right. Russian on the planet. That that could be that could be possible. I don't think that's likely to be honest. But I, at the but like so like that does bring up like a question for me. It's like okay, so if we're banning Alex Jones because he's promoting lies, propaganda that gets people killed like what do we do for when our mainstream networks start ramping up the next war right and, and like that the, that's the thing like so when you ban alex jones and say like he's bad because he's not like cnn and the new york times and nbc of course you're saying that these places are good and worth trusting and that like is extremely extremely dangerous like the mm. whole push against fake news like like the whole fake news thing is just gotten out of control like it was started by the democrats then trump took in now they just get apoplectic every time he says it but like the problem is that it's actually true that like there's tons of fake news that's how that's what happened with our, the iraq war it's, like, there was, mm-hmm. dude, there it's was one of ton- the ugly yeah. truths that you know guys who look i mean you have this this wing of the left, who I I often respect, sometimes I disagree with them quite a lot. But you know, you have guys like Glenn Greenwald, who are, are Bush era lefties, who remember what that push was like. And so, when you have got you know idiot President Trump going, you know the 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 news has gotten people sent to war. The news has gotten people killed. And of course, the response from a. Uh, What's his name uh, at uh, NBC? Chuck Todd was like, how dare you say the news has caused wars? It's oh, like, dude, Chuck- like William Randolph Hearst, uh, Iraq. <laughs> <know>. like, <laughs> Chuck, Todd so has, Chuck Todd has definitely gotten more people killed than Alex Jones. Let's just be clear on that shit right now. Like, he's yeah. a piece of shit. Um, that is so funny, the reaction to Trump's tweet. From, it's not like, fun to give Michael Tracy ammo, like- but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I uh, Michael Tracy is a complicated figure. Yes. Um, that's an um, understatement. <laughs> you know, the uh, the Maxine Waters thing was not a, a fine day for him, but I still have a place in my heart for for Michael Tracy's takes. I'll, not always, but sometimes yeah. I do. And also, folks, speaking of you know unaccountable uh, technocracies, you know putting the thumb on the little guy, you know who's just mm-hmm. trying to get out there and tell the truth. Um, Patreon <laughs> fucked basically all their creators and yeah. like users over um, this past weekend. Which, uh, so if you don't know, um, the first of the month is payday for Patreon. That's when they charge yeah. everybody, and the next day everybody gets their money. Um, dangerously close to the time where everybody has their pay their rent um, for yeah. some reason. Um, you could do it. Let's keep it right on the day when money is the tightest for everyone. On the planet. Yes. Thank you very much, Patreon. Very so, so these these guys moved their payment processor over to the UK or something without yeah, any that's exactly warning at what all. happened. They without moved a- their they moved their banking over to the UK without mm-hmm. telling any of the users. They want to get in on that Brexit over there. They want to yeah. they want to be an early adopter of Brexit. They're, save, they're saving like 0.1 percent on transaction fees, probably or some shit like that. And yeah. what ha- so what happened is that all the money so when it went to charge all the patrons. It went through as fraudulent because it's this new overseas, you know, charge, and and so all the pay, all, all the uh, people on the site, we didn't get our money from our a uh, 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 large swath of our users that we were expecting, and bonus points um, for podcasts like ours who aren't necessarily the big biggest um, people on there. They marked our accounts as basically being fraudulent because we were getting so many fraudulent charges because of nice. this, because of what Patreon did. Yeah, so it, it we it, we didn't try to set up a tax haven. That wasn't us. <laughs> that Patreon. Was, that, that was, was yeah. you guys. This is a. Um, just, just I between. declare you guys, uh, you know, invalid suspect, Mister Pomplemoose. Uh, is that who it is? Yeah, it's Pomplemousse is the guy who started Patreon. The guy in that band, Jack Conte, is his name. A lot oh, of Jacks God. in tech. This oh, is pom- the Pomplemousse website? Pom- is it? 
I thought it was Pompla Pomplamus. Pomp might be Pomplamus. I'm not gonna. Pomp is I'm Pomp not gonna devote any time to find out. It's a band I don't listen to. Or not. Their band <laughs> is fucking, I'll never know. Their band is fucking garbage. By the, the way, the only Pomplamus I know is the the Lacroix flavor. I just uh, want to be clear, like. All of those like YouTube bands with like seven white people in them are fucking garbage, anti music. Yeah, but what about All like, the polyphonic three first three, against which has, like, the thirty white people? First against the wall. First against the wall. That's all <laughs> oh my god! The the uh, the like primary color wall that they're singing in front of. That's the one you're yes, referring. Of course. The first against red wall that they're standing in front of. Jesus oh, fucking man. Christ! They are fucking all awful, awful, yeah. awful uh, creations of YouTube. Actually, YouTube like created these bands basically because yeah. like, yo, you if YouTube see- is going to start policing content, you know, like Infowars, then maybe it's time for them to get rid of these uh, these fake bands. <laughs> these fake bands. They always shoot like in the studio on the stage with nobody watching because nobody ever paid to see this garbage and they just play other people's songs constantly like they're not like a legit cover band a legit cover yeah. band is like four people like in their 30s or 40s who like had once had dreams but now they've been thrashed <laughs> against the wall of reality yeah. and so they're forced oh. to play at weddings and bar mitzvahs um, sounds nice just to actually make it by, it, it by, get by like i had a cover band playing outside my um apartment um this past weekend and they they ruled they were good they were very talented people who yeah. probably could if they were like 10 years younger probably could have done something in the industry but um that didn't happen so they just you know go around and tour so people can see that get that live experience instead of yeah. sitting in front of like a fucking webcam with like a uh, 17 xylophones and then, like doing fucking acapella covers of seven nation army or whatever the fuck yeah, oh, blame pitch perfect for that by the way that yeah. spawned all of those youtube but anyways like song for that one yeah. but anyway, it's all on anna yeah, kendrick thank you cup song you know you can also thank the cup song for the fight song at the dnc you can thank uh, Pitch Perfect for that for that centerpiece of the 2016 DNC. The most embarrassing moment. I was there when it premiered, and oh my god, like, I've never felt such a wave of like <laughs> evil. What day was that? Was that day one? I, it, no, no, it was like day. Two, it was no, it was the big day. It was the big day. It was the because I, I day, was there for day one, but then they they stopped. Uh, accepting everyone's passes because they started really like they wanted to not let anybody in, so I couldn't get in for the following days. No, it was the day that actually, it was it was the big day. It was um the day that oh it was the day that Michael Bloomberg was there, whichever day that was. Wow, maybe, maybe it wasn't the big day. Maybe it was the day that's before. a big get. That's like an Aussie Fest level. <laughs> He's day not even a real DMC. Democrat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I guess that didn't matter. But like when I went in that building, like you know when like. H.P. Lovecraft or even Stephen King will describe sure. like you walk into the room and like the angles are wrong and there is a pr- oppressive yeah. air about and you just <laughs> know that that's what that fucking uh, what was it called? Um, it was like the was it Philadelphia like that arena? That's how it felt because you walk in and you see like all these journalists like huddled together on their little shitty fucking laptops on these crappy press tables, like <laughs> like one inch away from each other, typing up whoever the fuck knows what, like like screeds about Michael Bloomberg, and you see all these, people, <laughs> all these like the fucking vampires walking around, like James Carville and all that shit, just walking <laughs> walking around looking angry that they have to mix with like a few, just a few like actual. Wow. voters who made it up there uh, <laughs> fucking garbage anyway patreon yeah. <laughs> um yeah patreon yeah. We're, um, <laughs> it's, it, but it, but so, okay go ahead i, I just want to say like a larger point like i see a lot of leftists who should probably know better and should be able to count um talk about like some of the bigger you know people on patreon say oh they're so they're they have so much money they're millionaires sure. like um if Patreon doesn't want to pay us at it or them at any given time, they just won't. <laughs> like yeah. that's it. that's it. They just straight up didn't pay me, and uh, my rent was late. Like, like you just, know, you know, Patreon could go Movie Pass. Patreon could just one day be like, we don't have enough money today. Sorry, everyone. 
what they also did, like they pissed off like a lot of customers. Like some yeah. cu- people, their bank accounts got shut down because of this. Do you think they're still subscribing <laughs> to Patreon for podcasts? <laughs> like the next one? No, probably not. Like so, and they've done other stuff that's pissed off all the users yeah. without informing. I mean, the first move was for Patreon to send out a message, you know, in their very informal you know, because we're we're hipster style, yeah. basically asking people to contact their banks or <laughs> use a different card and then to re-sign up after oh. their payment was declined. Yeah. You think if someone's payments declined, they're going to go, oh, let me just re-sign up. They're going to go, I'm not going to spend those $5 on this yeah. fucking site. I'll tell like, you what, I, I, I signed up for MoviePass like three months ago. And then I like lost that credit card and had to get it replaced. So every month I'm getting a, a notification that's like your payments declined on MoviePass, and I've never clicked through to fix my my MoviePass subscription. I'm probably the reason why they're going out of business. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah, uh, it was, but I it can was tell from experience lasted. that when a website tell, sends you an email that's like, you know, make sure to give us the money. A lot of people don't do it. <laughs> yeah, and so when they're making all these decisions without our input, like. We have no control. We have no no power. Of like it's a very precarious position. Like even yeah. if your show is successful enough to fund your living, right. like there's not is not even that's like not even getting into the idea that like maybe in like you know a year people won't really be interested yeah. in paying five dollars to listen to the podcast. That's besides right. all of that. It's that's precarious like, enough already. We don't want people to notice that they're paying five dollars a month for podcasts <laughs> yeah. even to begin with. <laughs> yes. Um and you know, but but really like what it comes down to is like for small podcasts or big podcasts, everybody with a Patreon, we're all basically depending, like our livelihood is depending on the guy from Pamplemoose being able to do a website. Not oh, fucking up the website he's running, uh, and, and they do that's fuck our, our it rent up. lies on that. <laughs> they do fuck it up like every month, like every <laughs> month on the first. It does the payout doesn't work. Something goes wrong. Yeah. Usually it works by like the third at least, so it's okay. But like, <laughs> ne- uh, but like the second was a Friday, and so you no uh, no the third was a Friday. So you had the fourth, and then you had the fifth. That's the last day to pay rent. That's a Sunday. You're not getting your money until Monday when all the late fees. Mm-hmm. And my my late fee was one fifty. I saw some lady who's also um, patron. Uh, 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 what, do you, what do you call it if you're like a person who hosts on a creator, a creator, who is a, yeah. a Patreon creator? Oh my God, her creator. late her her late fee was three hundred dollars. These people cost her three hundred dollars that I am sure she does not have. Um, but yeah, it sucks. Um, don't like that's why I say if even with the bigger podcast, you know, understand like this stuff is not going to last forever. Even if it does, like Patreon can just snap their finger and say, you know what, we're not yeah. making enough money on this. Because I, I actually, like if you crunch the numbers, they only make 5%. Patreon only keeps 5% of the money from any per- creator on there. So they can afford to like piss off even the biggest creator because they're not making that much money from there. They're making mm-hmm. like $3,000 a month. Like that's not anything to sneeze at. But like I don't think they really care even if the top creators on the site say all right we're walking away and like well they got vc funding like they're probably not making money yet anyway right like like it they're it's not sustainable yeah it's not sustainable what's going to happen i'm sure is that they're going to rate they're going to they're going to wait till we're all so dependent on it that they can raise the fee and we can't really say boo because it would take us more money to like go off the website and rebuild that audience another Mm -hmm. like you notice that like it's kind of strange that like the RSS feed, like they host all our MP3s for free. Like that's yeah. very interesting. That's a lot like, of bandwidth. A lot that's of bandwidth. a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of bandwidth. They don't charge us for that yet. I'm sure they will in the future. But like, they're, I think they'll figure out a fee structure. You shouldn't yeah. even mention this. You shouldn't yeah, even talk should, about. Yeah, this. they're gonna listen to this and go, "Hey, great idea, Leslie." <laughs> I'm sure it's down the line. But like, they're they're not making money now. They're yeah. planning for the future. So they don't really care who they piss off. They but, just want to get their fingers. Into even this SoundCloud, ecosystem. who who we pay is not making money. Like no. none of these companies make money, even the ones we're directly giving money to. It's uh, a, yeah, it's a house of cards. Yep. Well, the, you know, the next tech, the great thing about this tech bubble is that everyone is still broke. Like nobody's yeah. making, nobody's <laughs> making money off of yeah. this bubble. You know, well, you know, uh, uh, the good news is 
We're probably not going to see fees rise, uh, you know, or Patreon get really desperate unless something goes wrong with the band Pample Moose. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> long as Pample them. Moose keeps going strong, and I suspect that it will, uh, they won't feel too cash trapped, and uh, we'll all be okay. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, we got to take out pentatonics, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I, what? That was on the to-do list already. Anyway, I I uh, I spent a few days in in Maine on a rafting trip. Uh, I went camping and it was really awesome, but we went to a town uh, a few hours outside of Augusta, which is the capital, and it, it was called Bingham, and, and it was, I stayed at this, uh, this campsite that um, my friend's uncle bought, and what's really, really both amazing and depressing about Maine is how gorgeous and how ravished it had been by 2008. Like, the economy there is dead. There is nothing. There are abandoned houses and for sale homes everywhere. You see hollowed out town squares. You drive by a million of these small towns that are like just ghost villages. And you can buy a, a five-bedroom house with acreage for 30 fucking thousand dollars. And I, I just was seeing both so much beauty and so much sadness and despair all at once was, I mean, it was a really eye-opening thing. Like how uh, when the crash hit uh, the owner of the um, the owner of the the the, uh, the campsite was telling me when the crash hit, there were pensions from all of the paper and logging companies that were bought off by corporate raiders on Wall Street, and they bought off the like debt from Romney. these, uh huh, Bain Capital style, and they just uh, two thousand eight came and they just dis- they just casually destroyed an entire state. I mean, yeah. it is wild. Not you, not just one state, John. Right, you're wrong about that. Yeah, not no, just many a, many sta- state. the whole country. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, to to even you know to tie it back to what you know we're talking about with Alex Jones, you know, when people wonder, you even asked earlier, Jonathan, like, why do people listen to this guy? Like, why is he important? Um, that's because, like, I I swear this most of the the vast majority of this country is just like destroyed and abandoned and addicted to drugs. Yeah, uh, and that's why people like Alex Jones are and QAnon and shit are suddenly extremely popular. Is I mean, is we've we've let the people of America just fall to ruin because the, we just don't give a fuck as the, a people and as a you know country. I, I, it was so jarring because the poverty in middle and rural America is much different than the poverty. You don't see homeless people like you do see in the cities. You just see destroyed towns. And yeah. you see obese people on scooters because they can't move, and you see people who are zonked out on pills at the store. But it, yeah. it, it's it is so jarring because I'm I'm used to seeing urban poverty. I'm used to seeing yeah. people sleeping in the streets, and this is I mean, different. But it's still I mean it, it's something that I think that liberals just don't know. That, yeah, they that don't these, come to these towns are it. dead. They are yeah. dead. And what it's like to be in a place like that is like fucked up and spooky. I mean, like Mm -hmm. you wonder why, you know, everybody is like, how could Trump possibly have won? It's like the vast, like almost the whole country. Like we've just gotten placated and addicted to pills so that they can just purchase products. Like we like set out to just like keep everybody as calm as possible and shopping at Walmart and playing their part in the system. Um, and so, yeah, when you, you you make half the country addicted to, like, anxiety medication and fucking uh, heroin, weird shit is going to start happening, frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think a lot about that. I think a lot about the fact that the majority of people truly in this country see themselves as having no future. They think that they are – they're done. Their lives are over. Yeah. And that, uh, you know um, – Relatable. You know, before he – before – I know – <laughs> before he before he went uh before he went off to uh to comedy jail for being a bit of a fucking pervert, Louis C.K. did say that voting for Trump was like smoking crack. And uh yeah. there is something to be said about that. Like and, and you there, know, when when the whole country's addicted to crack or an equivalent, mm-hmm. uh, it, that's gonna happen. I mean, there's an actor I know. Uh, you've probably seen this on Reddit or on Facebook in the last few days. An actor I know who was in the Mighty Ducks movie, a guy named Sean oh, Weiss. Oh, sure. Really sweet dude. Uh, but he has been addicted to meth for about three years, and he was yeah. picked up and arrested. And I, I saw his mugshot, and I'm like, that's not Sean. That's a guy I used to hang out with. And, like, he looks like he is a 80-year-old man. And it is – it broke my heart. Like – 
people are just being ravaged and, and, and the pharmaceutical companies and have yet to see any sort of justice for this. They're just right. giving out more fentanyl. I mean, and you know, people the big, are the dying. Big, people, there's so much talk lately about, you know, whether Medicare for all or single payer health care could be affordable. How are we going to pay for it? Even though, you know, there, you know, the actual truth of the matter is I think it would save two trillion dollars or something like that. But like, so there's so much questions about like, how are we going to pay for it? Uh, uh, when it's really like, it is now maybe a moral imperative. Like we yeah. have like a mental health crisis in this country. Like less, there's more and more unnecessary people and it's really fucking with people's heads. And it's not like a kind thing to do to be like, you know, your mental illness keeps you unemployed. And so thusly, because you're unemployed, you can't have access to health care. You know what I mean? So like you have to, you know, self-medicate uh, uh, and eventually, you know, end up on uh, uh, street drugs and things like that. Drugs are great, by the way. I'm like not anti-drugs. I'm not trying to come off as moralist about drugs. Right. But I do think that, you know, if we had better uh, uh, public health, um, you know, it would num- number one, it's like the morally it's the only morally defensible thing to do. And I think it would like make our culture a lot less sick overall mm-hmm. help a lot of people <laughs> i don't know do we what is it what does it matter I, it, to be in i think people are i think people are really meh on like helping people because they've been inculcated into this idea that you know you have to earn the right, right. to live right you have the to bootstraps earn. i mean that's like, inevitable that's what capitalism is like i, I like i maybe this is a tangent but like i was walking to work in like 95 degree weather not a little bit maybe even a little bit higher like maybe 98 and i saw two like three bmws pass me by while i'm walking to work and i'm just thinking like and they and they're going to my workplace and like i'm just thinking like what the fuck kind of system is this where those people get to ride around? What the, what choices did I make? What what when did I have a decision to be like the guy walking in ninety three weather versus the people in the BMW? Like I don't think right. I ever had like a like choice. I don't think I could have snapped my fingers and it'd be one way or the other. And I, and I don't right. think they could have done it mm. the other way, really, if they wanted to. Like what you I should think- have done is pulled harder on the bootstraps, Leslie. Yeah. You gotta yeah. really just like get a good grip on them and, and pull. Did you pull hard enough, you think? Um I I I, I can pull on the strap of a guillotine uh, pretty hard. <laughs> I, I like to get practice on that. And like that. <laughs> Leslie, that's the kind of talk yeah. that's going to get us kicked off of Patreon. That, that's what's going to get yes. us. Uh, that, but it, it is. It actually got... Um, what, what I forget what they're. Let me look up their name in our podcast. Oh, it was the oh the hella black, black the hella black yeah hella black pop podcast. They got kicked. They did get kicked off of Patreon for, for like being like leftists like on Twitter. Like they got banned from Patreon wow. for shit they were saying on on Twitter. You can say whatever you want on Twitter. That's the whole point of Twitter. That's the that's oh, the wait, single wait. unifying ethos that Jack Dorsey has is <laughs> he believes everyone should be able to say whatever the fuck they like whenever. All right, they have been re- reinstated, oh, thankfully, because it's a really it's a really good show. But yeah, they got temporarily suspended for shit they were saying on Twitter, which is uh, fucked up. Yeah, it is really weird that up. the new thing is like cross platform policing, where Patreon can police something that someone does on Facebook or Twitter, or Facebook yeah. can catch you doing something bad on YouTube. Uh, it is a form of corporate collusion that makes me deeply uncomfortable. It's just like we we now live our lives. You know, I mean, not everybody, I guess, but everybody that I know and me, we all live our lives like almost entirely online these days. And so it's like it is just weird that we're now living in just this strange era where there's four companies that get to sort of ad hoc create the laws uh, around us reactionarily. Just a weird time to live in. I mean, fucking these panopticon, you know, yeah. These these social media companies do see themselves as nation states more so yeah. than they do see themselves as businesses, and that's uh, you know, yeah. and that's how why why Mark Zuckerberg feel, is going right. to end up in an underground bunker killing himself. He's going to end up. No, I think it's bunker. No, no, it's like gonna crying be, about what he did to his his terrible creation. No, I I think it's probably going to be more like he's going to buy a planet. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody who lives on that planet will be forced to work for him for their entire lives. Nice. It'll be a gorgeous Maybe. campus. It'll have a bar on site. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll ma- have the finest Martian everyone's, bartenders. Everybody's last name will be Facebook. Like John <laughs> we'll have, Facebook, we'll ha- Tom Facebook. We'll finally have breakthroughs in space travel thanks to the work of Mission Impossible and Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, and that technology will be used to create the Facebook planet. Yes. Mm-hmm. So do you guys do anything interesting this week? Jack, I I, uh, I watched an episode of Jack AM and I really like it. You're doing interesting stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah no, cool. I'm trying to do a uh, a little morning show on Twitch, you know, so everyone who's listening, go ahead and go to twitch.tv slash Jack Allison. And yeah, I'm doing a uh, a morning show. I'm, I'm waking up at 7 a.m. every day and going live on the air to talk about whatever bullshit, you know, like how fucking like how morning shows are. So did you see this, this Alan Jones uh, decision coming down the pipeline and you were like, now, there, now, now there's a slot, baby. Let me get in there. I, 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 I did like I did my first episode on Friday. So I, I predated the Alex Jones thing by a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's DN, There's Alex Jones DNA in the show. Sure. I, I just want to say it, it does seem like a great show, but I want to say we were talking about this before the show. I do want to lodge a complaint. Um, sure. you, you have Kate on your show, your wife, uh-huh. Kate, your lovely wife, yeah. Kate, she's wonderful. Yeah. But when I showed my wife the clip, um, her <laughs> response was that, okay, so when do I get to come on struggle session? And right. I, you know, I think it's a good question. Yeah. I, it's worth thinking about. We could do a spouse section. No, we'll, significant we'll, we'll session. We'll have uh, I'll have her. She can call into Jack Jack AM. I'm gonna do a call in number okay. pretty soon. All right, all right. That, she that, can call into Jack AM. I'll do the morning show. And everyone, you know, to uh, whatever. It's like what you know. I used to just write jokes all day for the fucking Kimmel show. So now I'm just doing it. Uh, I've lost my mind, so I'm just doing it myself <laughs> from my uh, office in the morning every yeah, day. Yeah, I do have to say, Jesse Farrar has declared a turf war. War yeah. you. Um, I'm doing like, the morning. The go off kings, they're, you know, no, no, night no. Uh, no, they have. So this is what went down, right? So uh, for, for what I can tell, I don't have any inf- uh, influence in this, but I saw like Chapo started doing their stream. Felix, he has, you know, really good stream. Everybody should check it out. And then the go off kings, you know, since nights were their thing, they kind of expanded to the AM, you know, to, you know, just every just keep everything uh-huh. copacetic. And I didn't like, even know about that. Yeah. But now they've been doing a lot of daytime streaming, a lot of morning streaming. And now you're just kind of edging in here and you haven't really talked to, you know, the capos in the area to you oh, know, really? see if that's cool. So I, I don't know, Jack. All I want to say is I, it was not my idea. Um, <laughs> I, I know Jesse has shooters out there. Yeah, I mean, that, I don't want to fuck with the go off kings. I, I truly like I want no beef with the go off kings. No sane man would. <laughs> it doesn't go off well, okay, no. You know how that's gonna end. Yeah, it'll uh, fucking go off. I mean, you know what I have to say about that? What people should do is just have both open. Watch Jack A yes. multiple tabs on your computer. It's it's the fault of the fans, honestly. To not you know, they're not committing themselves enough. Uh you can watch more than one show. So Oh, absolutely. You know, don't make us creators have to bend over backward for you. Just do better, okay? Get two tabs open. And Leslie, I uh, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show yet, but you wrote a really awesome alternate article uh, that complements yeah. our Purge episode. Yes, thank you so much. Um, yes, uh, for Truth Dig, um, I did write a oh, Purge shit. episode. Oh, we, can we just take alter- it over then? Yeah, wait, I can, what did you say wrong? I said alternate. You said alternate. They're the same company. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> well, They're just like, keep all that in then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for uh, Truth Dig, which uh, is alternate, I've written for um, both, but yeah, I had the same editor at both. But yeah, um, it was nice to be able to get, you know, a couple extra things, uh, some things we said in the episode, um, something for people who don't listen to podcasts and actually read articles. And I got some really um, interesting responses to it because I feel like people, like, aren't really used to taking, like, horror and B-movies seriously. So some people, like, got really, like, upset like mad that i was saying like hey there's actually a political message in this movie where like the advertisement is like george washington like gunning down like a bunch of black people (laughs) you know (laughs) you know 
crazy crazy to say right but yeah there is something political going on here in the movie where where the tagline is make america what it wasn't the tagline like make america purge again like yeah during like but to 2016. be fair but to be fair to the haters you know uh uh everything's tagline is make america whatever again every single thing in the world <laughs> did a make america blah again yeah, I'm <laughs> surprised. Uh, we nobody nobody has done "Make America Shave Again," and nobody has done. Uh, n- was that, nobody's that, done. That's what they should a- do at the end of November. Is make America, <laughs> yeah, make America Shave Again? <laughs> but I do want to read one comment that I found. You know, just just blew me away. Um, Leslie enjoyed your very insightful article. I had a meeting in the 1980s with a, and this is spelled out phonetically. CIA directorate. There wow. are many in in parentheses. There are many directorates. In another parenthetical, but only one director. The subject was a real life purge. Oh wow! When when it happens, not if it happens. If. When um, the magazine in these times published published an article many years ago about legal protesters considered to be a threat to corporate infrastructure and national security. The article okay. quoted the and again spelled out phonetically F. B I source is saying when martial law is declared, not if martial law is declared. If you need details, then email me. And I'm like, Whoa. so the uh, the article, but the, basically the time my article is like in reality every night is purge night, and he's telling me that the purge is real and it's coming down the pipeline. And I gotta you know, say, I, I think this the the thing with spelling out the names phonetically. I think that that's smart, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's like trying to you like, know that they're just like searching, like okay, let's search all the communications <laughs> in the world for FBI. And so if you the, do it E F F B E E E Y E, they're not searching for that. It's like the people who uh, type in T capital R star M P online. I see that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're you're. Uh, you're outsmarting the search engine. I actually think he is probably <laughs> like I, I maybe he knows some, some what's going down. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. We're gonna get him on the show. We're gonna get him. On the yeah, show. I'm so down. Get him on. I'm so fucking down. I want that. Yeah. Um, and and finally, JDB, you've been doing something very oh, exciting, yeah. and you've been a little bit shy about it. I don't know yeah. why, because this Come is a on. very cool thing. But yeah, so, you've been in the movie. Yeah, I. Uh, I just finished shooting. I booked a supporting role in a horror movie. Uh, it's a, it's a B movie, and it's a really fun and silly one. I I don't know how it'll turn out, but uh, I get to play a ghost. And so when I got when someone said, "Do you want to play a ghost?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely play a ghost." Uh, I don't want to spoil too much. Is but it? Is it? Are you going to be like a ghost in the? You know, uh, the like sort of apparition. Are no, you going to be green no. screened in and blue or are you going to be like a Casper, you know, 3D cartoon ghost? When I, when I say I'm a ghost, it's like I'm I don't I don't want to spoil too much, but I'm sure. I'm somebody that uh, the main character has not seen the, the movie's. I don't know what t- title they're using. There's two titles I've seen. I think I've seen I know the title of it. The Last I Wish did, and Seventh Wish are the two I, titles I've seen. I was about to say it's probably called The Seventh Sense. because I Seventh think, Sense. Because I yeah. think that's the movie you're in. I think it's, that's why um, you've been shy about it. Because it, it is. It's, it's a, a Shyamalan film. No. Um, it, it, was, um, it was like a lower budget horror film. And it's very rare that I get a direct offer. So it was a direct offer. I got a call directly from casting to my uh, agent. And... They, you know, they said, can we just have Jonathan? And like, it's very flattering. That doesn't happen. I usually audition. And so when you get a direct offer and, you know, the money is all right, then you take it even if, but, but that said, it is kind of fun. Like it was written by the guy who made Final Destination. And it's about this like lawyer who goes back to, you know, home uh, to, to like check up on his mom after his dad dies. It's almost like Garden State with demons is the, <laughs> it's like a very like, uh, it's a it's a strange one, but I think people might dig it. We'll see how it goes. I, I don't want to make any uh, I don't want to make any final comments yet, but I think it could be a lot of fun. So we'll check it out. Uh, I will be honest. If I see the movie and I'm like, this isn't good, I'm not going to be like, you guys have to see this shitty movie I'm in. I'm not an asshole. But if it is fun and good, like then I'm going to encourage people to see it. Cool, cool. That's cool, man. 
Like, I, we, you know, you never really talk about being on the movies uh, too much. Yeah, like, I, I, like, it's an interesting thing. Like, most people don't even don't get that experience. I think that's really cool. I, I, I try to I try to downplay it mainly because I don't want I've never liked. I mean, OK, so like even in Maine, when I was on vacation, like a, th- there was like a bar we went to and like the people working at the bar recognized me from Project X and Kid Cannabis. And that I get recognized outside of Los Angeles way more than I get recognized in Los Angeles. So it kind of like warps my sense of career identity, I suppose. Like, I, you know, I don't really think that uh, I'm particularly successful, mainly because I'm poor, but it feels really good knowing that like films I've done have had impact on people's lives. It's like, it's an interesting thing. That said, there is sort of this expectation, and this is why a lot of my actor friends have lost their minds, where they have to sort of double down on the persona they play for the rest of their lives in order to keep the people who like their work happy. Like, everybody with a brain knows that probably Seth Rogen is not having much fun doing like the hoo 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 thing anymore. Like he does, it's clear that like, you know, 15 years later that must get old, but I, I don't have that sort of thing going on, but I do have like, Oh, you're the party movie guy or you're the stoner guy. And then I'm like, and check out my socialist podcast. There, there is a bit of a brand confusion. <laughs> uh, that said it's, um, you know, it is, it, it is like interesting and it feels good. And I like that people like the stuff I've done. Um, you know, I, I hope this movie turns out well. It's uh, and I and I hope it's good. The cast was a lot of fun to work with. They were like nice people, and so you really can't ask for more than that. Then it was a smooth shoot, and I got to spend the you know like four or five days sitting in like a nice trailer playing Nintendo Switch until they called me out and said go be spooky, and I got to change some lines. Uh, one thing I will say, and this is kind of my favorite thing, and and I'm not going to spoil too much, but like you know one of the main characters wishes to look differently. And my line was, and this, the actor is white. And my line that as was written was, um, you know, you don't look like Tom Cruise yet. And I was thinking like, I don't think this guy in like his late twenties, like would think of Tom Cruise. So I, I changed it to Chadwick Boseman and I hope that makes the cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, when that when that's get, when that gets closer to coming out, I'll uh, I'll talk a little, I'll do a little bit of plugging. Unless it fucking sucks, and I'll be like, guys, watch it, but don't make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it'll still it'll almost maybe be more worth watching. That's if it, true. Like, really sucks. <laughs> I know. We could even we'll have to watch it on point. the show if it. Yeah, really sucks. I guess we could. If it's we could good, do, we probably can't watch it on the show. But if it sucks, we could definitely get two watch it on the show. Content out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, we talked. So, folks, we talked a lot of shit about Patreon. But if you do want the bonus content now, and um, possibly have your bank account locked, <laughs> make sure so, so, they're not going to do it again. They're not going to do it. It's, it's, it's the best time ever to subscribe to a Patreon. Right. For this the is a one time, and done. Folks. Yeah, yes. it's a good time to be a. We Patreon got them on the subscriber. ropes. Yeah, we we have tons of bonus episodes. We have all the original Dry Boys from Chapo in the archives. Mm-hmm. We have uh, you know tons and deep dives and Alan Moore. Um, uh, what, what else? What other deep dives? Mad Max. It's a good show. We have Mad Berserk. Max. Berserk. Al- uh, Shannon Strucci. It's always sun in Philadelphia. Also with Shannon Strucci. Uh, re- very recent episode. We're it's getting like, close to our one hundredth episode, one hep- and you can only get like My half. Lord. And like half of those episodes are on the bonus show. Now, of course, yeah. anybody who cannot financially afford to subscribe, just send us a DM or an email and we will hook you up with the bonus episode. But if you do, if you do get that money, if you are one of those, you know, socialist millionaires that people are always talking about, um, please do subscribe yeah. to the us. trust fund at, kid anarchists. Yeah. That we always hear so much about. Yeah. So many of them. Please do subscribe at patreon.com slash struggle session. Um, if you if you can't get, get do that, um, rate us on Stitcher or iTunes or whatever. Where it makes rate, a difference. Yeah. It, it, it pushes up it pushes us up that uh that massive you know yeah. tower of podcasts that uh, yeah. we're Friends, slowly we, we climbing need our way your up. Your help with the algorithm. The yeah. algorithm is gonna determine whether or not uh, we have money in our lives. Uh, and so if you could just help us out by Trying to appease the algorithm, you know, we would really appreciate it. I do have a bone to pick because the New York Times did a profile of like right wing dick pill podcasts, and like we are definitely more popular than a lot of those podcasts in there, and we have not been profiled yet. So also yell at your favorite journalist 
who is on the podcast beat to give us a profile because we're, yeah. we're we're we're, we're handsome. Yeah, friendly handsome only though. Friendly only though. Only. only actually, no. Profile. I think a negative. I think a negative profile would actually do good too. It doesn't. I don't matter. need anyone looking into me. Come on over, <laughs> Gateway Pundit. <Yeah. laughs> All right, folks. Have a good one. Peace. Later. <laughs>what you hear want to hear more check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes commercial free as well as hundreds of bonus episodes thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong